Hey, everybody. Welcome to our Honing Matters Week in Review. Um, I have a little traveling uh, planned this week. I'm Chris, the uh, editor of Mahoney Matters. Um, so we're planning on um, getting this a little bit earlier this week. Um, and as always, I have with me a longtime journalist. Uh, he works out for the Trumbull County Prosecutor's Office, Guy Vogren. Guy, how are you? Oh, very good. Uh, a little wet. I was, uh, you know, you uh, wanted to set this up. So I am sneaking in in between court sessions today. And yes. trying to grab lunch, and uh, so uh, we got some time, and we're going to do it. Definitely, um, a lot. We're going to try to get to a lot today. Um, there's a lot of just been breaking news. Nothing I think we need to spend a lot of time with. So I'm just going to kind of go over some of the stuff we've been through this week, and guy, interject wherever you want. Okay, all right. Uh, first of all, we talked about this last week. You know, Bill Johnson, uh, his first day as YSU president was Monday. I saw him um, playing pool. Yes, yes. <laughs> he, he had quite the first day, I, from what from what I understand. Um, we had like he gave his opening speech. We had a story about that. Um, he released something on YouTube. You know, guy kind of like what we talked to him about. You know, he, you know, said he's ready to get going. He understands people who don't like him as much. He wants to work with him. I, you know, the messaging's the same. Um, it looked like one of our TV station friends were kind of waiting for him uh, as right, he parked. Right, when he, when <laughs> yes. he was, as he parked and was heading yeah. to the office. And I, I believe it was kind of nasty that morning, too. Yeah. Not the best weather. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, Bill's made himself available. We weren't able to be on campus Monday morning, but uh, we shared a Youngstown State Facebook post. They, they had a collage, and guys you referred to. He played. Uh, was that the university itself making the? Uh, yeah, they, the they effort said, to show his his day. Yes, yeah. I, so they did. They did try to uh, do something at least. Yeah, I'm imagining if there was media around, they would say, "Hey, come along with him." I don't think there was any dedicated, "Hey, come with him for the day." Right. Uh, but you know, he gave a speech. He talked to students. He had fun. He played pool. I mean. Yeah, you know, a typical first day. Looks like he hung around Kilcally Center, which is the yes. students' activities center. Yeah. He was in the food court talking to some kids, too. Right. Um, there was a protest. Um, we documented um, people were kind of outside the presidential house. Uh, similar, you know, concern that we've reported on over the past uh, right. how, couple months. Is it been Wanting more life? transparency. Transparency. Yeah. Well, you know, you can't get any better than you know, pressing the flesh with the kids, right? And you know, and like we said, let's let him be president. Let's see what happens. And right. you know, right now we're in day three. Uh, young son say appears to still be standing. I mean, nothing <laughs> has really right, right, right. bad happened. So you know, we just keep an eye on it, and you know, we just see what happens. And I think nobody's surprised about you know, protesting and everything. And really, it's up to Bill Johnson. Like we said, um, he's kind of behind the eight ball. Uh, there's right. a lot he has to do. And, and let's just see um, what he can get done. I know money. We talked about this in the past with the Dana School of Music. It sounds like they're really mining their, um, what do you call it, dollars and cents, which right. most businesses should do. I mean, I don't think we should be alarmed at that. Uh, but it seems like they're making a big, bigger effort for that, which is good. So we'll just see what happens. I mean, I, I don't think there's really any more we can say today. Right. And like we said, we said before, you know, the president's role in the, at a university is to fundraise, you know, yeah. be the uh, 
presents there, hand out the diplomas to the kids, and you know, just be you know the the figurehead, really, uh, the head of head of the university. But uh, actually, you know, when it comes to academic issues, you have the the uh, you know board of regents or the deans of each college really going in, and he just kind of signs off on things. So, uh, you know, know, being a congressman, being a president of a university, I I don't think, you know, your political views or your social, you know, uh, morals have a lot to, you know, interject here. I mean, you've got to run the university, you know, uh, make sure the streets are plowed in in there and uh, that uh, the kids are safe in in their dorms. Well, it's just going to... It'll be interesting to see what happens over the next few weeks. I mean, right. that's pretty much what it comes down to. Um, a couple of interesting things. Uh, this really wasn't breaking news, but um, Ed O'Neill, you know, a hometown guy, you know, from the Valley. A lot of people interested in him, following his career with Married of Children, um, Modern Family, and all the other things he's been involved in. I He had a fun podcast with uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson. And I also saw that somewhere he was on PBS also last night. Yes. Yes. Apparently, I, I saw this. I haven't got to see this yet, but apparently they have a show where you find your roots. I guess right. PBS is doing that, too. Well, we, we talked a little bit about his roots in Youngstown. Right. Uh, well, on the website. Uh, yeah, definitely. Mahoney Matters, yeah. Well, he was on podcast with his uh, one of the co-stars of Modern Family, Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Um, and they just talked, you know, you, you, you swap stories and everything. I don't think this is he's ever said this, or at least to my understanding. Uh, but he talked about, you know, he went to college. He spent some time at Young Sensei. He went to another right. college. He had to try out for the Steelers. We lost a bid with Mean Joe Green. Um, nothing gets said, but I think the Steelers made the right call picking Mean Joe Green over Ed O'Neill. Right. Um, this is the late 60s, 1969, yes. I believe, right? Right, yeah, it worked out well for the students. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> uh, but you know, interesting. You know, you've got that. A lot of football players go for the same thing, where they get as far as they can, and they're like, "Man, you know, I, I guess I'm not going to be an NFL player. What next?" And you know, Young Sal has had a long history with the mob, and back in that time, like the the '60s, apparently Ed O'Neill was approached by someone saying, "Hey, you know, why don't you join us? Organized crime and everything." You can make and, some money. Yeah. And, you know, at the time, Neil says, hey, this might be good. Uh, but on the podcast and in the story, um, dad, his dad said, hey, could you do hard time? And apparently, Ed O'Neill wasn't uh, feeling like he could do hard time. So right. he turned it down. He moved to New York. I don't know when he became an actor, but obviously, you know, his acting career followed. So. It's one thing to be at, you know, St. Vincent's College in training camp with the Steelers and then in another, you know, kind of barred environment in a prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And so Ed Neil made, made the right choice. I mean, we'd much rather see him as an actor than in the mob. Yeah, I, I believe, uh, you know, he, he got uh, into acting in New York and then off to Hollywood and the rest is history, as they say. I, I love that too. I love the transparency. I know, obviously, Ed has a national and worldwide audience. He wasn't just speaking to Youngstown, but I love when people share stories about the valley. Um, right, and he's we, never forgot where he came from. Yeah, and, and we, 
had that too last week when we shared the story that Nick Saban told about being in the Youngstown bar that was robbed. And right. it's interesting to hear more. It's, it's like we, I feel like we're being dropped more Youngstown history stories by noble people. So it, it's kind of fun. Well, with the San Francisco 49ers in the, uh, you know, in contention for another Super Bowl trip, uh, maybe we'll hear some Jed York stories. Oh, yeah. And, and Denise York? Man, guys, right. that, that'd be interesting if the 49ers could pull off this week. Um, Denise, you're welcome. You, you know, we could have you right. on. We'd love to talk to you about your background, too, if we could. Um, Just some other things. Like I said, nothing suit. I want well, major stories, but nothing not one jumps out more than the other. Uh, sadly, we had another homicide in Youngstown. Uh, gunshot. That victim. first one in 2024, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, t- taken to the hospital before he died. Um, let's see. Another strange story. Um, uh, there was a Youngstown teen, a 16-year-old that was found dead in Sharon, PA, over the weekend. Um, you know, a lot of times... You know, when they're younger people and everything, you kind of say, oh, no, was there a crime or anything? Well, it was interesting. Late yesterday, the Sharon um, Corner was telling us that it actually turned out to be hypothermia. Uh, They still need to do some more tests, but that's... Kind of a runaway that just got, went off the tracks, huh? I, no word yet about exactly what the situation was. I mean, the family was notified. I don't know if it was a runaway or not. Uh, Apparently, they found him outside an apartment. So, yeah, no indication yet about what exactly happened. Obviously, a real sad story. And, you know, no matter how the person dies, it's sad. Um, it kind of surprised some people that it was from hypothermia. But, um, yeah, that was a report. They're yeah, still... we've had some, uh, you know, below average temperatures. Now it's getting warm this week. Right. And like you said, we're thinking warm. Uh, but, you know, it'll probably get cold, I'm sure, sometime before the end of the winter season. Uh, stay safe out there. Stay warm. Um, you know, take precautions if you're out for any amount of time. Um, Especially couple, if you're in the, the car and you have a breakdown, make sure you have that uh, emergency kit to Andy, which is blankets, some food, flashlight, uh, and, uh, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, keep warm. Yeah, definitely. I, we always like talking about new businesses. Um, Kelsey Norris uh, wrote a preview, and uh, Guy's son, Brandon, actually went out to cover the first day of business. The Blow Blow Dry Bar in the Canfield, uh, big crowds were there. Uh, always fun to see new businesses, and I'll be honest, we like the profile because on the website, people like to read about new business. So it was neat to cover that and uh, see what was going on. Uh, Guy, this came from your job. I thought this was interesting. Uh, kind of big news, there was a Niles man who pled guilty. The sneaking drugs into the Trumbull County Jail. Does that happen a lot? Yeah, more so than you think. Well, instead of sneaking, when when they usually go in to book in and, you know, they do a search out in the field, the officers, before they bring them in, and they usually find the stuff. But sometimes, uh, you know, hidden in underwear or body cavities, when they do a more extensive search, they find more drugs. So this may have been, you know, one of the issues there. Uh, they want to make sure, you know, when they get checked in that uh, they're clean. Yeah, definitely. Um, noble story, this broke late Friday. So this was after we talked last week. Uh, John Barnes, a longtime Youngstown State women's basketball coach, had a good track record with Youngstown State. Uh, he took a step back for personal reasons, family reasons, right before the season started. 
Uh, he announced Friday he officially resigned. Um, so, uh, sad story. Um, John did a lot of great stuff for Young Sensei. Um, we yeah, wish trying him- to get the program back on track. Uh, yeah, you know, for years they they had some NCAA appearances and uh, then hit on some hard times. But under Barnes, they uh, tried kind of right rated the ship. They haven't, you know. They've been in contention, but they haven't got that elusive NCAA bid yet. Yeah, and a great career, if you can say, 170 wins. And again, we just wish for the best. We don't know exactly the personal reasons. And that's John's story. That, you know, he can uh, choose to share when he, when he wants. But uh, we hope the best for him. We wish the best for him. And uh, it's been great to see his track record and, um, you know, wins he got for Youngstown State. Um, God, I wanted to spend a minute or two on this. Um, this was a story that completely took me off guard. I got email about this. We made this work. Uh, I think, God, you and I actually put our heads together on this story, too. Um, January 2nd, there was a uh, semi-truck rollover crash in the Geauga County area. Why it mattered for us was uh, the driver was transporting um, rainwater, untreated rainwater from East Palestine. Where obviously okay. the train derailment happened. They're, they're still that shows they're still you know in the process of cleaning up after almost yeah. a year later. We're heading up to that February third anniversary of the derailment that uh, caused quite a, quite havoc in the uh, southern part of Mahoning County and uh, you know western Pennsylvania and of course Columbiana County there. Yeah, it, it, and it really marked my first anniversary too because I remember uh, I think it was the weekend I took the job that happened and we were trying to figure out what to do there. Um, you know, so it was interesting. And thankfully, uh, the truck was told. Uh, but thankfully, the fear was, oh, my goodness, what if stuff, der- you know, spilled or derailed? I mean, are we going to have another similar situation in Geauga County? Well, thankfully, nothing, no major loss of liquid or anything else like that. Well, it was interesting. We didn't know much about the case. Uh, they said the driver was taken to the hospital. I'll be honest, and this is a complaint about journalism. Sometimes you don't really have the time to check up on every little, you know, hospital report. And with HIPAA laws now, it's harder to get conditions. So right, or, 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 you know, whatever happened to, you know, a crash right. victim. Yeah, so sometimes it's just a time issue. It's not like it's not worth it or we don't care. It's a time issue. So we just said it was unclear, you know, how he was. Well, the driver emails me the other day and says, hey, I'm the driver. We'll, we'll let you give me an update of how I'm doing. Uh, he agreed to interview. Um, and, again, the story is on our, our webpage. Um, the guy shared his story. Um, he's actually a Valley resident. He's from Austintown. Um, he shared his story, a sad story. Um, the guy, he was trying to avoid a dog. And he told, told me during the interview he didn't expect that to lead to the the rollover. Um, okay. But lo and behold, the rollover happened. Um, you know, he's thankful for the company. He has nothing bad to say about the company. Um, it was his fault. And with insurance and everything, he had to be terminated. He's clear about that. Uh, I kind of wonder first what, you know, sometimes when someone wants to interview with you, there's something going on. Uh, right. He really just won the update. He said, hey, you pretty much asked the question in the article, want to answer it? And didn't he, uh, you know, he kind of uh, uh, kind of voiced his concern about the people in East Palestine, too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he was concerned about that. 
Uh, here's the thing. He has a workman's comp. He feels like it's going to be taken care of. Um, these things take time. You, you know, um, but unfortunately for him, the bills are coming right away. You know, for a lot of his, I mean, he got hurt pretty badly. He almost died. Uh, he's doing okay now. Uh, but he was, yeah, go fund me just to kind of uh, help pay the way in the meantime. Again, we're not we we're not promoting GoFundMe. There's a link there if you want to donate. It's up to you. Uh, but you know, it was just an interesting story. Uh, it was yeah, it's a, a shame that he had to be terminated, fired because you know, technically he was in the wrong by swerving. Uh, right. Even though it you know it saved the dog's life, it it still caused some concern and harm really to public safety. And, uh, you know, you're taught as a 16-year-old when you're getting your driver's license to never, never swerve for even, you know, a squirrel in the road. Well, I know that because uh, my wife used to be a driver's teacher and she would try, you know, that was one of the hardest points to get across to the students. And the way he phrased it, he said he just kind of shifted over. It wasn't like he right, know, grabbed yeah, the, the wheel right, right, went, a but, quick yeah, and he's been a driver for a long time. He was just saying, uh, when you do that with liquid in the back, that kind of makes it a little bit harder. So, again, that was the story. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's a nice little note there. And, uh, you know, the, to get that, uh, you know, he was, how it really came about. And sometimes police reports don't uh, tell the, the whole story. And kind of brave for him. I mean, thankfully, nothing bad happened now. If, you know, if there was a spill and there was harm to Geauga County, I mean, yeah, I mean, um, you know, thankfully everything was okay. But, you know, it's brave for him to come forward. Um, he said he took some heat from other drivers, uh, which surprised me. Um, and so. uh, Trumbull County had another quirky uh, crash last night. Uh, we're we're oh, talking yeah. to you on a Wednesday. This was uh, about 930, 940 on uh, the night of january 23rd a tuesday night and it was a uh, a motorist on in a gmc vehicle heading westbound on route 82 heading for the uh construction area where the divergent diamond was uh, being constructed in howland and according to the driver he was uh, saying uh he was following his gps and that, that showed him no construction and he went off the bridge west brown bridge it's no longer there and tumbled overturned onto the uh route 46 below and yeah. uh luckily he wasn't hurt the car the vehicle overturned i'm not sure if it was a car or suv there was not no other traffic going by at that time below it's usually busy if it was like five o'clock at rush hour it would have been bumper to bumper at, the, at that on 46 below him and so we're we're that was good timing there, and there was no injuries. And uh, the the quirk was that be careful when even following a GPS. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And that story will be up on our website. Um, I, I need to apologize beforehand. I had been was called later this afternoon to take a family trip and um we'll still be working the rest of the week but uh some things are getting a little bit behind so we're catching up with that um guy are, are, i i see your is your mic working oh uh yeah oh yeah yeah it's you're good, you're good. okay all right fantastic um couple other things and 
like I said, hate to throw a million things at you, but this was kind of a busy, noteworthy week. Um, Guy, your office shared the story, too. Uh, there was a woman who was um, convicted of vehicular murder. And, like, when I first saw the story, I'm like, wow, vehicular murder. I never hear about that. Well, she hit uh, – well, the a jury found that she hit a person. Right drugged the person 50 miles per hour for what was like a, about half a mile right the the, uh, the victim uh, was on her roof uh, video the the trial thanks to the efforts of the prosecutor prosecutor assistant prosecutor michael burnett and uh, the investigators got uh, video in the area it was on parkman road northwest side of warren outside of a night spot so the night spot had a security camera there was a traffic camera nearby and it's a busy roadway and then there's some houses or other businesses that got cameras and they kind of the thanks to the uh, warren city detectives they coordinated all these videos and got the whole accident there they they show the woman being hit in front of the there was a fight outside the bar is really what happened and uh the woman was uh out in the roadway she turned around and boom the car hit her uh, medical reports said she broke her leg at that point but somehow she fell across the hood and that's when she was uh, transported on the hood of this car for about half a mile at speeds averaging 50 miles an hour before she fell off and suffered major head damage to which caused her to lose her life yeah and so uh, the driver of the car was charged with vehicular homicide uh, wow. and r- reckless homicide i'm sorry it's called the charge was reckless homicide felonious assault i believe and uh i think it was just a, a simple murder charge so she's facing up to 15 years to life in prison uh uh mrs Pennick is her name well, and you talked about uh, there was video evidence that kind of really helped in the prosecution of the case, and you know, yeah, uh, the that, jury that was would have been hard to get about see. an hour. So it was a yeah. great job of uh, of prosecuting a case. I, you know, I've seen Mike. Mike is just uh, tops when it comes to, to conducting himself at trial. He's very professional, and he really, I mean, there was. Uh, always extenuating circumstances the defense brought you know the the reasons for this fight out there and uh you know that it, it just just didn't add up really and the jury saw through it with with the with the uh, convincing video evidence in the case definitely definitely um yeah so a, a big week a busy week i uh, just want to take a minute to at the end um <clears throat> It's been a very busy time for us here at Mahoney Matters. I will say, I, I wanted to shout out to Kelsey Norris, our reporter. Uh, she's in um, Nashville this week. Uh, the Dow Jones has a young journalist training program, and it's a prestigious uh, fellowship. It's one that you have to apply for. Only um, McClatchy is um, Mahoney Matters' parent company. Only four journalists were selected nationwide from McClatchy. Well, that's quite an honor. Yeah, um, so uh, Kelsey got the opportunity. She just texted me um, some pictures from the event. Uh, she got to train at Nashville. 
Um, she got the, a lot of uh, big names uh, that were being there uh, to help train her. Uh, they have weekly Zoom sessions. And at the end of February, uh, the fellowship ends with a trip of her to of her to Washington, D.C. Uh, so, yeah, great honor for Kelsey. We're excited that she was picked. Uh, we're excited. Um, any type of training. I mean, it's great anytime you get some good training. Right. So, so we're anxious to hear back from her on what she learned. And, and see the results. Oh, yeah. And she's excited about, you know, bringing some of the stuff she learned in Holy Marriage, too. And I, I'm sure she had a lot of things to say about things that she's doing here. And I, I just want to tell you, I'm, you know, Guy, we always can't talk about everything he does, but Guy helps us out, not just with the podcast, uh, but with some stuff behind the scenes. We appreciate that. Um, Guy, how long were you in journalism for? What was it, 40 years? Uh, actually, it's uh, 43. And, you know, with, with our association here, this is uh, my 44th year. Yeah, now, so, so uh, you know, I'm going to count it, <laughs> continuing, right. and uh, in newspaper business, it was 43 good, great years, really. And you know, uh, uh, what I learned, I, I'm bringing it to my job here in the prosecutor's office, also. So, and you know, trying to you know help and advise, uh, still journalists like Chris and and Kelsey and uh, you know other others in the Mahoning Valley, and 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 I uh, you know I always uh, you know concerned about of course the the public and uh you know uh, getting them informed yeah and i, I want to bring that up because i mean you know guys have a lot of experience in in journalism in, in the valley um mike brown um he's covered high school football games i think he was saying for 45 years wow. so there's a ton of experience with who we have in our freelance crew uh kelsey norris she's young very um, you know, be recognized, you know, in McClatchy and through the country for the work she's doing. Um, I feel like a newbie compared to Mike and Guy, but I've been doing this for about 25 years. So there's a lot of experience here with Mahoney Myers. Um, we have, uh, you know, Guy's son, Brandon. He's a journalist, too. A lot of excitement. He's younger. Uh, you'll recognize his name from some of the news and sports stories he does. So I, I just want to really... Shout out to staff and what we've got going here at Mahoney Marriage. And that's why we talk about it. So that's why we have these podcasts so you know what we're looking at each week. Um, a very hardworking, experienced staff. Um, there's ways of supporting us. Um, I right. know sometimes when we talk money, you know, flip it off. You're like, oh, this guy's talking about money. Well, right. this is how we sponsor what we do. And, we, and, we and, you know, let me bring this warning there, you know, in my office at the prosecutors, I talk to a lot of people who claim to be journalists and really aren't, you know, they'd say independent journalists, but they just, you know, have a, a cell phone and <laughs> try to do it out of their home. This, what we're doing here is a legitimate journalistic uh, owned by a journalistic company that has a long track record. So you can be, it's credible. And we're transparent about it. Yeah, and let me mention that too, because I, obviously uh, there's, um, how do we say this? In local news, sometimes you sit there and say, man, I just want to read the local news. So right. between Kelsey, me, Guy, and Mike, obviously you're getting, and Brandon, you're getting a lot of local news too. There's some people that say, well, I care about local, but I want to hear about the world around me. We have partners from Associated Press, the Newsweek, the Sports Illustrated. We have partners that bring you coverage from all around the world, uh, be it from local uh, 
national regional. Uh, McClatchy, we have a national team, uh, including one person that you may know, uh, Jennifer Rodriguez, uh, a former WKBN journalist, right. writes for our national team. You see her write some young son stories too. So you might say, well, they don't have that many full time people. Well, we may not have full time people. No, but you have people with the credentials. Yeah. Yes. Well, well, and people that literally dedicated. Um, you may see stories from Mona Moore and uh, Chelsea uh, Madden. Uh, they're people that aren't necessarily based in Mahoning, but they write for us on a regular basis. So, And these um, are experienced journalists, right? Yeah. So we've got that natural fl- flavor, too. So why I, I mention that is we, we're happy with where we're at. We're happy with who we have. But we'd like to expand. We'd like to do more, either with more freelance or more uh, full-time. So that's why we ask for uh, your support. Um, if you go to our page on the left-hand side, drop down. There's a way that you can support us. Here's the other thing. It's tax deductible. Um, I love all the other um, news outlets here in the Mahoney Valley. But when you're for-profit, they just say, hey, you know, support us with an ad or a subscription. They keep all the money. We have a tax-deductible donation where if you give us money, you get money back in your taxes. It helps us. It helps you in your taxes as well. And it helps us continue to do what we do and expand what we're doing. Um, it it was crazy, um, Guy, to be honest with you. Look at all the stories we had this week. Uh, we right. did that with um, Kelsey in Nashville, not even with us during the week. So we're doing a lot of good stuff. Just right, like and no week. subscription price, right? Yes, yes. Now, we're always looking at differing what we're doing. Uh, but take advantage of the fact that there's no subscriptions right now. But even if there comes a subscription in the future, it's a way to support what we're doing and help us grow. Um, we're dedicated to that. Obviously, we're a company. We want to make money like any other company would. But your donations aren't just a way for us to make more money. It's that money can go back. For, it's an investment. A, right, yeah, from, from a, a nonprofit basis. So. Uh, hopefully you're enjoying what we're doing. Hopefully you enjoy the experience, what we bring to the table. And just, again, keep supporting us so we can continue this and the growth we're doing. So, yeah, that's my sermon for today. Well, Guy, I know you have some court in the afternoon. Appreciate you doing this. Oh, no we, problem, Chris. We are taping it's always this good on, to talk to you. Yeah, we're taping this on Wednesday. We, again, we just have a – I have a family trip I need to make, but – um, so we're trying to get some of our stuff done a little bit earlier this week. But uh, for Guy, uh, this is Chris. Uh, thanks so much for checking us out and continue to su- support us. Have a great day. Have a great day. Goodbye now.